Welcome to It's a Single Mom Thing, the show for single moms by single moms. This is Sherry, your host, and I am happy you are here today. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. I'm back! Through much technical difficulty, illness, and other distractions, this podcast has finally made it to the air. I have to admit, though, the devotional thought I'm about to share with you was some on-the-job training experience for me this week and a check I needed in my spirit. So to whomever is listening, no matter at what time of year you are listening, if you feel like you have lost your joy or someone or something has stolen it, this podcast is for you, too. So on with the show. So I have a question to ask you. If older, stuck-in-the-mud you could be a kid again this Christmas, what would you do? Would you unwrap the day differently? Would you sing more fa-la-las? Would you eat more cookies? Wear your PJs all day? Oh, wait a minute. Some of y'all still do that. (laughs) How about, would you leave some hairs out of place? Worry less and play more? Would you choose joy over jolly? Welcome to another episode of It's a Single Mom Thing. As we cruise into Christmas and your kiddos are out of school for the next two weeks, I want you to think about this and maybe gift yourself with some unexpected joy. Listen, this season is certainly full of jolly. You hear it in all the songs, read it in all the cards, and watch it in your favorite Christmas movies. And there's nothing wrong with jolly. Except that it's seasonal. It comes but once a year and melts as fast as snow on a sunny day. For me, it was I who melted trying to get this podcast produced. And let me tell you, jolly and fa-la-las wasn't what came out of my mouth. And Joy, uh, what podcast am I presenting here? Yeah, I forgot that one. Just keeping it real here, your podcast host falls short all the time too. Now, Jesus said in John 17, 13, I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. So to answer my own question that I asked you earlier, I think for me, I don't necessarily want to be a kid again, Christmas or any other time of year, really, but I'd sure love to live like one again. Joy over jolly. So when I reflect on the verse found in John 17, 13, as well as the events of this week, to frame the thought of what a full measure of joy would be, to me, I think it is to live like a kingdom kid here on earth at every age and stage of life, lived full of joy and not some seasonal jolly, no matter what goes before me, even technical difficulties. You see, joy would be my superpower and the toy I would play with all the time. I wouldn't fear failure so much. I'd just keep trying or be okay with moving on to something else. I would love the ones I'm with and tell them all the time. I would forgive more frequently and forget what needs to be forgotten. I would do more praying and playing. Worry less about the things I can't control and thankful I don't have to be. I'd live and laugh out loud all the time. I'd be silly and not take myself nor anyone else seriously. 
I'd take more chances, be more flexible, and float with the current, but not live in the mainstream. I'd be up with the birds, sip on some sunshine, and end every day at the beach. I would travel the world, learn how to play an instrument, and eat more lollipops. I'd have more parties at my house and spend less time cleaning it. Now hold up. Wait a minute. Now stop that thought there for a moment. You see, there's something wrong with these thoughts. Did you happen to catch it like a foul ball? We do it like all the time and I said it purposely, so don't be too upset at yourself if you have no clue what I am talking about. Did you happen to notice that I started each thought with a, I would? Now ask yourself, is there something wrong with today? Because I'm pretty sure tomorrow only shows up as today. You see, listen, joy isn't something we do or have once we make a certain amount of money, get a college degree, buy a bigger house, get married, the kids are gone, and you are a size six again. As a Christian, you have it now, and it's not on layaway. In his final prayer, Jesus prayed that his disciples would experience the full measure of his joy now. That means you and me, we are his disciples too. Yes, even if we are single parents and divorced. Jesus prayed for us to have his joy in the middle of rush hour traffic, screaming kids, dirty dishes, loads of laundry, heaps of homework, technical difficulties, and in the darkening world. He didn't call us to have a holly jolly good time or even wait till we get to heaven to be full of joy. He called us to have joy all the time, and that means now. Joy, an intense feeling of excitement, far richer than happiness. Joy, which, praise God, is not dependent on our feelings because those change in a hot flash. Joy is not easily shaken or stirred. Joy is a choice, and jolly is all folly. It melts anyway. Joy is my supernatural power. So I am preaching and teaching to the choir here when I say it is important to walk out some joy in our lives, even when feelings don't follow. Joy gives you courage in the face of divorce to go dance amongst the raindrops when your feelings dare not to. I did this once, and if I would have reflected on the joy that moment gave me when I not only danced among the raindrops, but jumped in a puddle and super soaked my son, who was with me. Yesterday, if I would have reflected on the joy that I had in that moment, I bet my day would have turned out differently. Joy, when the diagnosis is cancer and you don't have a hair to keep in place. You buy an insanely cute wig or you have your head go commando. Joy, when your kids are gone for Christmas and in search of fun, you fill it with friends. Joy, when you're hurt from a breakup, but still hold on to the hope in the righteous relationship you have with Jesus. Joy, it gives you the supernatural power to help you face each and every situation with excellence, leaving people around you to wonder, now how does she do that? I'll tell you what, Jolly can't do that. Now listen, ladies and gents, this doesn't mean we should fake it till you make it or even hide our emotions. Instead, it means in the face of them, we can choose to pursue Jesus and the joy we can find in Him in all of our circumstances. Christ will be there with you in the crisis. Joy allows you to live 
like a kingdom kid because our Father in heaven has you. It's a God-guided life. Our relationship with Jesus is our greatest joy, and sometimes we forget that we have instant access to it all the time. His joy is a gift that we can choose to accept and pursue no matter where we are in life, no matter how long you've been stuck in traffic, and no matter your situation. Will you open it? So if in this single season you have lost your joy and you want to learn how to get it back, or maybe you want to learn more about Jesus and the joy found in Him, you got questions, we got answers. And we have real people that will answer the phone. Call our prayer line anytime at 855-822-PRAY. We would love to talk to you. So I'm going to close this in this prayer. Lord, give us your joy in all seasons that no man, no poverty, no circumstances, and no conditions can take from us. So ask yourself, do I choose jolly, which is seasonal, or joy, which is for all seasons? I will be off for a couple weeks, returning on January 8th for our third season. Have a Merry Christmas and a joy-filled New Year. Remember, it's a single mom thing and not the single thing that stops you. Thanks for listening to It's a Single Mom Thing. I hope you enjoyed our time together. If you have more questions on how to have a relationship with Jesus or need prayer, visit us at www.shepherdsvillage.com backslash prayer. For more information and resources, check out our show notes.